my passion for biking um, started when I was a young person. I mean, I don't want to say it's probably like nine or ten years old. I remember a Sears and Roebuck catalog that had a BMX bike in it. And uh, I don't know if it was for my birthday or for something in particular, but I got that bike. And I really enjoyed it. I want to, if I remember correctly, it was a chrome bike and had some red and orange in it. It even had a number plate, which I thought was pretty cool. It didn't take long for me to outgrow that bike, not only in stature, but also in its capabilities. I remember it wasn't really built well. Um, the neck ended up getting stripped on it as I was trying to pop wheelies and jump over stumps and curbs and little dirt hills. I then moved to a 3636 Scrambler, which was a Schwinn bike, red chrome molly. And I had that for many years and um, even did some upgrades on that. Like, uh, besides um, the neck and um, crossbar and handlebar pads that I got from Harrow, JT Harrow out in California. But I had put a mag wheel on the front that was a contrasting color. I think it was blue. And I had that for many years. And then uh, riding to the local BMX shop at that time, our favorite was Marty's, which was in Lawrenceville. They had a BMX track in the back where I actually raced on several occasions. But then I uh, graduated and got an MCS Magnum, which also was red. And had that for many years until it was stolen. Um, I then got a red line. Uh, chromoly red line which was blue with gold accessories and I had that bike for a few years but it never really felt right that was then also stolen as well think about bikes getting stolen in uh, rural Ewing Township I think that was my last BMX bike and then I got into motorcycles and dirt bikes um, specifically my first bike was an Honda XL 100 which was a hand-me-down from my cousin Robbie which was actually an enduro bike on off-road um, I didn't have a license I was young at the time probably um, 14 or so so I didn't uh, I couldn't ride on the street legally um, it had uh, lights on it and so forth and then uh, I believe it was a CR60 that my Uncle Isaac had purchased for me, a two-stroke, which I really enjoyed that bike ripping around quite a bit. Um, he then purchased an XL200, no, XR200, sorry, XR200R um, for me, which was amazing and four-stroke and used that for many years. And then to a CR125, um, which I raced um, motocross on. But back to biking. Um, biking has always been a, a freedom, like a transportation, a freedom opportunity. I remember, I remember riding um, 
with uh, friends, uh, particularly Darren Begg, and uh, riding to Rosedale Lake, which seemed like it was so far away from where we grew up. It was a day trip, but on a BMX bike, it was pretty interesting. And uh, exploring and navigating, having a good time and spending time with friends. And then there was a neighborhood being built near where I grew up, and it wasn't completed. So there was dirt mounds, and we turned that into a track, um, a track with some obstacles and with some jumps. So that was where we hung out. I mean, that was our clubhouse. That was our park. That's where we did all kinds of things, bonfires, parties, uh, recreation, um, showing off for the neighborhood girls, etc. Around that time, skateboarding started to become a thing, and some of the other kids in the neighborhood picked up skateboarding as opposed to BMX. And that's about the time that I met Mark Leckington through his sister Laura, who was my age. Uh, Mark was a skateboarder. And I fast forward to talking to Mark about why Trenton doesn't have a skate park. And on and off, we had lots of conversations about skateboarding, about the scene, about what Trenton meant to the skateboarding community. And it became this uh, passion for me to have a skate park built. And as I developed relationships with um, the arts and the DIY community here in Trenton, uh, particularly the folks who live at and hung out at Champs, um, it became something, a passion that I had to want to have this skate park built um, because I felt it would be an opportunity to connect the dots and to maybe provide opportunities to young people through biking and skateboarding that I had and the experiences that I had. So uh, Mark and I chatted for a couple of years about how to do it, um, what it would look like, and I would throw ideas at him and bounce ideas off of him and I'd be learning a bit about the culture and, you know reading skateboarding magazines and talking to skateboarders as I saw them wherever they were visiting skate parks etc and we we thought we had a location in conjunction with a concept that was designed by a local organizer in the uh, East Ward of Trenton, particularly the Villa Park neighborhood. So we had some meetings, some organizing meetings, uh, started a Facebook group, Capital City Rollers, all things human powered with wheels, uh, trying to bring it together, not only skateboarding and biking and etc. rollerblading, um, scooters, etc. But we had uh, a bunch of meetings and we thought we had a location, again, in the Villa Park neighborhood. And then later, Mark got back to me and said, Hey, there's a location that fits perfectly with the idea of a skate park. And that's in the East Ward 
or excuse me, the North Ward, but in the East Trenton neighborhood. And he said the area was a 100-year flood zone. So legally, it could not be developed for housing or anything. In addition to that, the city was going to be purchasing the land and that there was a warehouse that had been demolished. And this was the area of Amtico Square. So we went over and checked it out. And from my perspective, I, I thought it was brilliant. Um, later, I would find out a lot more about that neighborhood and about how disenfranchised um, some of the neighbors were and the zoning and planning and real estate development or lack of that took place in that neighborhood as well, which also fueled the idea of Amtico Square being the perfect site. So after visiting the site and, and um, meeting there with a bunch of people, um, even had a, a segment of a documentary that was done by the College of New Jersey, some students from their film program, about the area and the idea of a skate park. That is, it seems to be, that's, that's the location that we're settling on. And, and it appears as though that there's a momentum, not only from the city, but also from the county and the state and, and maybe some other entities, even potentially, I guess, federal monies. The vision that I've always had with the skate park, and, and I was never a skateboarder, but the vision for me was always to provide an opportunity for recreation, a gathering space. It's something that would be bigger, um, that would be a tourist attraction. Um, because in early conversations, that's something that Mark had pointed out. Mark had pointed out that a skate park can be a tourist attraction, that people will come there. And he cited his experience with working specifically with Hilltop in Princeton and how this park, which is in a in a much less populated area would have people coming there and then they would have to eat and they would need beverages and they would support local businesses. So to me, it just made sense. Trenton's more densely populated than Princeton. Um, there's more small businesses um, who could benefit from some tourism, um, transportation and getting to the site is easier um, you can get to most locations in Trenton via um, public transportation, whereas, you know, getting to a site in, in, in a rural part of Princeton or Hopewell would be more difficult. So looping back around, I was all in 100%. Let's do it at Amtico Square. Um, early on, one of the groups, during one of the group meetings, um, Gray Colt Skateboards, which is a local skateboard company, um, had uh, two people who were actively involved in the culture of skateboarding and BMX. So they were one of the first businesses to, to sign on with the idea. Later, uh, old school skateboards would also sign on. And then as momentum grew, I started to get contacted by others um, who were interested in skateboarding and the skateboarding idea and concept here in Trenton. And uh, that's how we met um, the founder of Freedom Skate Park. And I remember a uh, distinctly a long phone conversation we had um, that 
his vision was to have an indoor skate park, um, something that would you know be accessible 365 days of the year, uh, or throughout the year, we'll say. And that it would be a different model, like it would be a non-profit. So fast forward to where we are now in the fall slash winter of 2018. We've been hosting regular skate jams at Sunny Vereen Park, which is a few blocks away from, from the hopeful site of Amtico Square. And we've been doing that specifically with the intention of introducing skateboarding as a form of recreation and as a culture and a lifestyle to the neighborhood, to the residents, and specifically to their children and grandchildren. And we've been doing this now for several months now, and it's it's been great to see the children who get access to a skateboard for free. Uh, it's a safe environment. And to get instruction has just been amazing. And to see the, the young boys and girls progress, it's been, it's been very heartwarming. And to interact with the neighbors, um, the parents, the guardians, the grandparents about skateboarding. And that this is an opportunity to provide an alternative to recreational sports, um, the big sports, you know, basketball, football, soccer. It has been very, we have been received well. It's been something that, that again, has been very heartwarming. So we've got multiple entities, um, young people, um, not only from Trenton, but also from outside of the Trenton region as well. Some as far as Philadelphia and uh, North Jersey who come to the skate jams, not only to skate, and to hang out, but to support the idea and the concept of having an outdoor skate park built in Amtico Square and also an indoor park um, somewhere in Trenton as well through the nonprofit organization um, Freedom Skate Park. So this is by far not a done deal um, because uh, there's lots of bureaucracy and there's lots of steps that need to be taken. But we've got great momentum. Um, most recently we had an event called King of Skate, which is something that old school skateboards has been putting on for many years. And it's a multiple event series with prizes and so forth. And we had the first series for 2018 take place at Sunny Vereen Park during the Artworks Trenton event, Art All Day. And it was received well. There were skill levels uh, from beginners up to seasoned um, riders on skateboards. And we had uh, children involved and adults. We had sponsors. And we actually even had a nice crowd. So, so that's been a good, a good progression. Next, we're doing, and I say we because this is a bit of a collaborative um, not only with um, King of Skate, but also Freedom Skate Park and Old School and uh, Friends of Amtico Square, which is the name that we're, we're calling ourselves. 
Freedom Skate Park is now partnering with uh, another local nonprofit called the Trenton Circus Squad to host the series of events indoors uh, at the Werb- Roebling Wire Works facility um, to, to build upon the momentum. Um, so people have gotten together to build obstacles and ramps um, that would be indoors to support this series of events that would take place again to build on the momentum of the skate culture, the, the DIY culture, and uh, having an outdoor and an indoor park built here in Trenton. So this is a, this is a project that I'm extremely proud of and excited to be leading the organizing of this and to be able to look back on several years of conversations and meetings and to see that there's not only multiple partnerships that are taking place, but there's also action steps that have led to young people being encouraged by this and to have life lessons be taught. Um, Without dragging on too much, I think about some of the life lessons that we've been able to share with the people who are supportive of this is the idea of collaboration, of partnerships, of a lot of moving parts, and that together we can get more done if we work together. And then also the lessons that the the riders, the the children, the youth have experienced, the sharing the try again idea that it's it, it may be difficult it may be hard but with persistence you can achieve these things and then to also introduce the youth to the international level professionals who in many cases were homogeneous, but now they look like the young people who are here in the city of Trenton in this particular neighborhood of the East Trenton neighborhood. They're African-American descent. They're brown-skinned people. And for the young people to see that and to learn about them and to even know that Ashad Ware um, is one of the top skateboarders in the world, is from Bordentown. Um, It's pretty amazing and it's very heartwarming. This also comes along with challenges. I mean, there's challenges, again, with the bureaucracy and, and people who may not feel as though this is worth it or that it won't work or that it's a waste of time or that it may be providing a false hope um, to, uh, to some young people. Or even not understanding fully the idea behind the collaboration point. The fact that there are lots of moving parts, there's lots of organizations, there's lots of, of people involved in this. And that, that everyone needs to have some credit for what they've done and what they brought to the table in this. But at the same time, also recognize the responsibility of carrying that forward and sharing that information. But like many things, there's peaks and valleys. Um, the best way I feel the best way to move forward is to minimize them, celebrate them, enjoy them, honor them, respect them, share them and keep it moving. 
I've been sharing a lot lately about the difference between creative and ingenious. There's often a lot of creative people who can do creative things. But where's the ingenuity? Where's the life-changing, the cultural-changing ingenuity? So, closing out, um, stay connected. Um, There's multiple ways um, you can stay connected through Trenton365show at gmail.com. Also by visiting the Facebook page, Capital City Rollers, All Things Human Powered with Wheels. That's on Facebook. And then also the website, Freedom Skate Park NJ.org, I believe it is. And also doing a search for old school skateboards and Gray Cult. And that's with a K, K U L T, skateboards. Look forward to sharing more with you as this progresses. But um, again, this is one of my uh, this is one project that I'm I'm very happy and very pleased about, and look forward to seeing the progress of this, the progression of this. <laughs>